0: Hello everybody. My name is Adrian. I am the owner of the Bush Waxing Boutique located here in Fort Worth, Texas, and you are listening to Beauty in the Bush. Welcome back everybody. I hope that you are having an amazing day. It is me, Adrian. I am at the studio extra early this morning. It is so beautiful outside. It's fall now. I love I love fall. I love fall and spring, so I'm really happy with the weather change. I do miss the heat, which is crazy because everybody else is like, oh, so glad it's a little cooler, but I don't know. I love the heat. I think it's just wonderful. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about pre-wax, skin prep, and post-wax skin care to make sure that your wax is smooth and to make sure that you have like the longest lasting results that you can possibly have and to make sure that your next wax is as easy peasy as possible so if you like the sound of all of that then keep on listening <laughs> So, in order to get waxed, you need to have at least two weeks hair growth. I prefer my clients to come in with three weeks hair growth, and I know it's crazy and I know it's like so long to not shave, but after your first wax, you really do get used to letting your hair grow, and I just, I don't see the point in shaving, honestly you just have such better results after waxing so if you can make it through the first three weeks of just growing out your hair you are going to do just fine in the waxing world but that is your number one thing you need to make sure that you have enough hair growth and about a week before your wax you're going to want to limit your sun exposure and if anybody is still using tanning beds i what are you doing but if you are using a tanning bed still no tanning beds that week no sun exposure that week. And you are going to want to start exfoliating your skin. So I like to use, I sell the Nordic Dry Brush at my studio. And this is just such a phenomenal product. You can use it all over your body, but this will help slough away all the dead skin cells that are sitting at the top of your skin. You can also use a rough loofah, but you will be needing to replace this loofah or scrub gloves if you end up doing scrub gloves you'll need to replace these every month so that you don't get any infection and no inflammation is happening but these are great options they're more cost effective but you do have to replace them more often the dry brush you can use up to a year um, just until those bristles kind of get less firm So I like to use my dry brush after getting out of the shower. Some people like to use it before the shower. Some of my clients prefer before the shower. It just totally depends on you, your skin, and everything. I don't have a ton of dry skin. So when I'm using it after the shower, I don't feel like I need to rinse off. But a lot of people with extremely dry skin will use it and notice like flakes of skin. And they're like, oh my gosh, I need to rinse my skin now so i use mine after the shower because my skin is clean my skin is nice and soft and like ready to be kind of exfoliated off i don't know that's just me but like i said people use it before the shower so that they can rinse it off in the shower totally personal preference and then along with exfoliating you are going to want to be moisturizing your skin so i would prefer you guys use a post wax oil so i have the nude oil at my studio this is my favorite of all three i've got the sweet escape and the bermuda um it also comes in a little travel case travel set so if you want to try out all three of them you totally can the nude oil is really great at preventing ingrown hairs though it has tea tree extract in it So it's going to help with inflammation and just make sure those hairs are nice and moisturized. So along with your skin being moisturized, your hair will be moisturized and it will just kind of like slide right out of the pore. Also with your hair being moisturized, it is going to be more elastic and stretchy. So when I lay the wax strip and then I go to pull the wax strip, rather than the hairs like being dry and brittle and breaking when I pull, they will be elastic and they'll stretch with the wax strip and then stretch right out from the bulb. so that is the goal and then again please no sun exposure especially that 24 hours before your wax if you come in with a sunburn i'm going to turn you right around because i am not waxing sunburned skin it is just too sensitive too it, too much can go wrong that let's just avoid that and then the day of don't drink any coffee. Don't drink any alcohol, and just try to stay as hydrated as possible. So, coffee and alcohol will both dehydrate you, and coffee is a stimulant. So, honestly, you're just going to feel like every little teeny tiny hair being pulled. We don't want that. And if you choose to drink either of those things before your wax, then just know, like, you will face the consequences. I drink coffee every single day. I cannot not so. I'm okay with it being a little bit more painful, but for some people, it's just like a no-go. Please don't do that. Also, if you are a first-time waxer, you may want to start tracking your cycle. I mean, we all do that anyway, but you have a week before your period where your hormones are a little bit heightened, and for some people, they might start cramping before their period, or acne may start popping up. And then the week of your period, of course, you're just going to be like, uh, miserable, at least I am. And then the week after some people have those pre-period, post-period pains. I don't know, like sometimes it's beforehand, sometimes it's after your period. For me, I, the best time for me to get waxed is the week after my period. So that's what I try to do every time. Um, And that just means that I'm going to be really regular with my four-week waxes and making sure that I'm staying on a good cycle. But also it works for my body because my pre-period pains, my period pains as well as my ovulation pains are the worst, but that post-period week is really good for me to get waxed. So just keep that in mind. If you are going to start waxing, you might want to start feeling your body when you're like having those weeks during your cycle, just like feel what your body feels like, you know, (laughs) just like observe it a little bit more. So with that, you can totally get waxed on your period, does not matter. It will hurt a little bit more, um, but just pop a tampon in or a cup and you'll be good to go. So that is day of... mm, You also want to I would say just shower. You're gonna feel more confident and comfortable if you're freshly showered. So just shower, plus it's courteous. Um, Exfoliate lightly that day. Don't use any chemical exfoliants before your wax. Let's just avoid that. So, you're gonna come in, you're gonna get wax. You're gonna feel amazing, you're gonna feel nervous, but don't worry girl, you're gonna hang out with me for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Let's, Let's just have a little girl chat together. It'll be totally fine. <laughs> um, and then after your wax, you are gonna to wanna to wear loose fitting clothing and cotton underwear. Cotton underwear are so important because they're breathable. And if you're wearing like tight fitting thongs that are more spandexy, it's just not gonna let your skin breathe. And then you're gonna start sweating and all those pores are open and all that sweat is just gonna start like causing all this inflammation And we don't want that. And when I say the pore is open, all I'm saying is there was a hair in that pore. that hair is no longer there. That pore has nothing in it now. So everything that you put on your body, like lotions, oils, or your clothing, it's going to have an adverse reaction. Your skin will. So Let's just try to baby the crap out of your skin this first week after your wax for the best results. So loose fitting clothing and cotton underwear to your wax and then after your wax, that's perfect. And then you're not going to want to sweat. So no working out and no sex 24 to 48 hours after your wax. And when I say like 24 to 48, listen to your body. So after that 24 hours, kind of check in with your skin to see how your skin is feeling. And if it's too sensitive, then just wait another day. Totally fine. Especially after your first wax, you're probably gonna be a little bit sore. So that's totally normal. No saunas, because you will be sweating in a sauna. And then you're not gonna to wanna to submerge your body in water. So no baths, no pools, no hot tubs, no oceans. Just take a shower. Um, you might want to shower on a little cooler of a temperature totally just depends again. Just listen to your body and you are not going to want to go in the sun because you will literally crispy fry. So if you are getting a Brazilian going on vacation, just wrap yourself in a little sarong that first day. That'd be totally fine. Um, what else? What else? Oh, your hair is out of the pore. Your pore now has nothing in it. You're not going to want to get a spray tan. It will just kind of look a little funny on the wax skin, especially if you're doing like a full leg wax and then you're getting a spray tan, that the full leg will tan a little differently than the rest of your body cuz not only is all those all not only are all those pores empty of hair. Your skin is now more exfoliated on this part of your body that was waxed. So just wait like 24 hours, go home, exfoliate the rest of your body. Come in the next day, we'll spray tan you. That's going to give you the best results. The day of your wax, you do want to start moisturizing. Do not use lotion. Do not use lotion. Lotions have parabens. A lot of lotions have parabens. And since your pore has nothing claiming any real estate, those parabens are going to go in and clog it up and claim it as their own. So don't do that. Use a post-wax oil. And at your appointment, we will discuss which oil will be best for you. The nude oil is the most universal. The Bermuda oil is best for Um, People with darker complexions that may have hyperpigmentation, they may have, they may hyperpigment a bit easier. Sorry, my words, I don't know. And this Sweet Escape smells really yummy. It's got tangerine and lavender, tangerine and vanilla, I'm sorry. And it will moisturize the most out of all of them. So depending on your skin. We will see which one will work best for you. But also, I've got this little travel set, so you could try all three of them and then figure out which one you like the best. So you do wanna moisturize your skin every single day, every day after your wax. You will notice such a big difference. Literally, I can tell when clients moisturize and I can tell when they don't. And more clients than not don't. So if you forget, it's okay, you're not alone but please try to remember to moisturize because it makes a world of a difference. And then 24 to 48 hours after your wax, you are gonna wanna start exfoliating. So we can use the dry brush, we can use the loofah, or we can use the scrub gloves. But with the loofah and the scrub gloves, you are gonna want to replace those every single month because again, your pores are open your scrub gloves or the loofah will sit in your shower, harbor bacteria, and you're gonna put that on your little open pores, your little vulnerable open pores. Let's not do that. So just get a new one after every single wax or use your dry brush. And then I can bring in the big guns. So if you are more ingrown prone, PFB Chemical Exfoliants will be your best friend. The PFB bright helps with skin brightening and lightening of hyperpigmented spots. So in conjunction with the Bermuda oil, you will have the brightest Brazilian in town. (laughs) Um, So that's really good for people that do have ingrowns, that have scarred, or are more easily hyperpigmented. And then the original PFB is so great. Both of them have lactic, salicylic, and glycolic acids in them, which will help eat away at the dead skin cells and um, make sure that your hairs can grow through. That is the whole point of exfoliating. You want your hairs to be able to grow through the skin, and if there's a bunch of dead skin blocking them, they're just gonna grow right back down, and they're gonna grow, so you might as well let them grow out of your skin, you know? Also, if you do wanna stick to waxing, don't shave. Don't trim and don't go into a different waxing studio or come to see me like two weeks after your wax. You don't want to touch your hair until it's time to wax again. That'll give you the best results. I think that is everything. I do. I do believe that is everything. I hope that you got something out of this. If you did, please let me know. I, um, I'm trying to build the ratings and reviews on the Apple podcast. So if you liked this episode, if you want to hear more waxing episodes, go ahead and leave me a review, letting me know that. And then if you really enjoy the guest episodes better, so I've got lots of guests coming, but I just wanted to break these up with some waxing podcasts. So if you like the guest episodes, let me know. If you like the waxing episodes, let me know. Let me know how you like everything. I love you guys so much. I'm having so much fun with this podcast. I do just want to let you know, like, this is such a creative outlet for me. So I'm so happy that you're here following along with me. I'm sorry, there's a truck in the background. But I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye. Oh, 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 oh oh, 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 oh